0: The issue, I guess, if you see someone clapping really well is you don't know how to congratulate them on it without, like, overshadowing their clap by joining in. Just do lesser claps to, yeah. to build their confidence. You're like, oh, man, I'm doing it as well, but not
1: as good as you, bud. I can't even get the hands to touch. You're so good at this. <laughs> I keep missing. One of my hands is so much bigger. The other, oh, imagine. The other one is just a small pin. It just keeps
0: pummeling the smaller hands. Yeah. It's no good. No. But I'll do it for you. Well, speaking of clapping, there's a song in this album called Standing Ovation.
1: Yep. There is. A standing ovation is when you stand up and lay an egg. (laughs)
0: I fear no man, but I do fear a beast. Welcome to Sink Floyd, the Kruller Days special, where we sync all the best albums of every year with (laughs) the 1980s sci-fi fantasy flop film Krull. My name is Gareth Blackler, and... Bringing you into 2022, it's the New Year's baby himself, James Barron.
1: Hi, I've descended from space as the New Year's baby. Gareth, hi. How are you going? (laughs) Merry Christmas. Merry crawler days to thee and to all. um, Yeah, um, we're we're doing that that same dumb thing again where, (laughs) where we watch a movie that we love and no one else has heard of. So <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I was thinking we never really discussed if we were going to do it again. Like we that's just like knew and then it got to this time of the year and we we're just like, cool, so crawl next week and the week yeah. after and then we'll get into the next, back to the rich, regularly scheduled
2: programming.
1: Yeah, it's just this, it, that's how specials work. I think it's just, yeah. its we were calling it a special even at the time. So <laughs> yeah. like we knew what we were on to <laughs> even then. I just assumed, I think we both... We both knew in our hearts that it would be back this year, Gareth. So, yeah. Yeah. I hope that oh. came across. But yes, indeed. <laughs> Talking about Kroll this week with our albums of the year, with your album of the year,
2: Gareth. You yeah. Wanna introduce
0: it. Well, before we get into that, James, how has it been living in this Kroll sandwich? Like knowing Ooh. your year was going to have a, two extra Krolls bookending it? I've, I've felt great about it, honestly. I'm happy to happy to watch Crow basically
1: at any point. Like, yeah. it's it's a two-hour mess, but I know it's so well. It's, like, part of my DNA. And it is a joy mm. seeing other people view it for the first time as well. So, because it's just so fucking wild as a movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, and there's so many, like, little bizarre facts in- in there like with robbie coltrane and liam mm-hmm. neeson just making <laughs> playing bit part characters <laughs> in this film it's so it's worth it just for that to see yeah. people be like why is robbie coltrane looking like mario
2: <laughs> what
1: and how can i know more like <laughs> you know so that's i've i've been loving it i've i've been thrilled to bits to look forward to crawl as Our the band the sunset of the year as it as it tends to be. What about yourself? Have you looked forward to Kroll? Has it been a oh,
0: good absolutely. year? Also It's been a big year or a good year? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> However you feel it in your heart, listener. Yeah. It's true. I
2: was
1: asking you if you've if you've had a good year and a big year, but
2: oh, I've had I
0: think I've had both. Yeah. Okay. I think, yeah, knowing that I can return to the safety of Kroll, knowing that it will emerge and a new location for me, you know, and a new mm. life that the year brings. Like Ooh, a certain yeah. fortress in the film Krull. Yes. Yeah. But also hanging on to this like green knight-esque promise that <laughs> you and I would face Krull again at the year's end has been very beautiful. And Oh good. Yeah. Over this year I've slowly been collecting Krull knowledge and I wanted to collect this quickly. But the world had other other fat other Fun. ideas for me. Okay, um, James. Yes. Last year mm-hmm. we recorded our Krulli Days special in December. We recorded yes. two back to back. Yes, we the did. The first one was crawl with Pink Floyd. Yeah. As soon as that ended, in that episode, you said the only person you'd ever want to hear about hear from is the whoever operated the Cyclops' eye. And yes, Krull. yeah, the Cyclops is a prosthetic man with a beetles haircut and one eye that can somehow slowly blink mm. so straight after that and the break between um that episode and the next one we recorded i hit the beat i did a lot of research i emailed the man who built that eye no way nick maley yeah nick maley who also built yoda and many creatures in the cantina in star wars oh no way that's awesome yeah, he now operates a museum, a non-profit museum in St. Martin in the Caribbean, wow. called That Yoda Guy's Museum. <laughs> <laughs> That's what
1: a great name. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: And he has a self-help book called The Do or Do Not, There Is No Try Way. That's, yeah, fantastic. Good stuff. He is, yeah, he is great. And I emailed him. This is mid-December. Yeah. I butted his bread a bit. I told him that we watch Krell every year, which... Yep is is true from now on technically true (laughs) at the time (laughs) that we'd been doing it
1: literally (laughs) just before (laughs) then um so yeah but yes we are fulfilling that (laughs) promise now so
0: yeah and i said how did you and your team make the cyclops's eye blink yeah and i heard nothing i wanted to get this fact for you ready for the next crawl episode which we were recording like a week later Mm -hmm. nothing yeah Times change, you know, a fresh new year emerges. I move house. I put crawl aside. I'm focusing on Predator and Clueless by that point, probably. And Clue and the Life Aquatic. Uh Uh-huh. I wake up. And it's not always healthy to wake up and check your emails. But, you know, today I do. Why not? You know, live a little. (laughs) And there it is. From Nick Malley himself... (gasps) oh my god sorry for the delay responding computer problems the mask was prosthetic for the lower face and animatronic for the upper face Hmm. I operated the eye and brow by radio control end of message (laughs) I freak out you know I'm no longer in bed I'm clinging to the ceiling (laughs) of joy from hearing from Nick Malley the cyclops guy the yoda guy yeah so i ask him the only follow-up i email him straight back and i say do you like the music of pink floyd (laughs) and he there's no time for a single cyclops blank he replies absolutely hell yeah (laughs) oh oh my (sighs)
1: god my heart has grown three sizes, Gareth. <laughs> right. I've ascended to a higher plane hearing this news. <laughs> that's fucking
0: fantastic. Yeah, and I've had to sit on that
1: since February. S- fucking hell. Oh, yeah. my good work. Wow, what a payoff. Right? Th- that's fan- that's so fantastic. Fuck, we're not topping that this episode. That rules. <laughs> oh my god i love i love how like simple his response was first of all to your question like obviously that's how it was done yeah <laughs> but but the follow-up oh you're a you're a king among men gareth that oh. is just wonderful thank you so much thank you, thank you. for that no beautiful christmas gift <laughs> <laughs> oh no we thank nick melly yeah uh. we shout <laughs> out to you nick melly that you are my hero if you're listening to this right now I will att- attempt in my lifetime to visit your museum and oh, shake your
0: hand. Yes. Oh, no. I second that. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll record an episode live from there. Sink
1: Floyd field trip special guest animatronic Yoda. <laughs> Hell yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh. What a wonderful fact. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> do we what now? Do we
0: introduce your your album of the year? Should we talk albums of the year, Gareth? Yes. Yeah. So this is, of course, the special where we recalibrate our scientific minds. Yes. By p- pairing a different album to a movie. And oh, what a year for music, James! I'm sorry, I'm going to launch into another semi prepared speech. Please but, do. You know what a year we've had? Some great songs, some great albums. Mm. Um. Yeah, it was tough pickings. It was there's been some great stuff. Um, if you like Pink Floyd, if you got into this show via your like for Pink Floyd and you're inexplicably listening to the episode of No Pink Floyd in it. Yeah, sorry. Um there's might small. I recommend Saint Vincent's album Daddy's Home, which features a song called Live the Dream which sounds Ooh. like she kidnapped the song Us and Them by Pink Floyd and taught it to play other songs. It's yeah. very good, very Floyd, and that album is very fun and funky and kind of slept on. I think a lot of people didn't really get into it because they felt like it was too much of an image-focused kind of thing. Who's to Ooh. say? But no, it's very good. I also oh, I recommend um, an album called Wink by a Japanese punk band called Chai. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, they made... It's a kind of... They completely 180'd. They're making a fun, goofy, kind of slinky R&B record this time around. Very good. Songs about donuts and vitamin C and the color pink. Um, And if you also, is a completely different artist, also called Chai, but with two eyes. Oh, Who is a New Zealand Iranian rapper who released a great EP called Pineapple Pizza. Nice. So yeah, one eye is Cyclops. If it's the Chai Cyclops, you're listening to Rye Pop. Two eyes, that's NZ Iranian rap, my guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, one eye one eye chai, that's rye. Two yeah. two eye chai, that's a pizza pie. Hey, there we go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. Got there. <laughs> um I also really liked Sufyan Stevens and jolly. Anjali- Angelo, sorry, Augustine's album, which is called A Beginner's Mind. Mm. It's Sufjan Stevens returning to folk, but it's almost the album version of this podcast and that it's two friends who every song on the album is based on a different movie they watched together. Wow. And that they, is like
1: this podcast.
0: Yeah. Because they also completely misinterpret the movies and make them about <laughs> like what they wish they were about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's songs about some of our friends like Mad Max and The Thing
2: and point break
0: and also songs about hellraiser 3 and bring it on again <laughs> wow that sounds yeah wonderful yeah yeah it's really good and it's so fun to listen to it and then go back and see like what each um movie was supposed to be so the titles of the songs aren't the names of the movies then or nah okay yeah i think um it might be kind of buried like hopefully the wikipedia page has it but yeah it was on sufian Stevens website for a bit um, what the movies were but now his website is just pictures of his garden <laughs> so <laughs> good luck yeah that tracks <laughs> <laughs>
1: that makes perfect sense for for made Sufyan. what right. he's
0: about oh wow. Um, i also really dug jubilee by japanese breakfast which mm. was my like biggest grower of the year um a lot of different sounds different things to discover but it's held together by some like shredding guitar and bass yeah and yeah all of this could have won or could have been my albums of the year um, but the winner, it completely took my list, tore it up. It feels like it's not even a personal favorite. It just has to be your number one because it's so good and it's trying so many things. And that is the title of this episode. <laughs> Sometimes I Might Be Introvert by Little Sims. James. <laughs> What's your relationship with this album?
1: Hi. Yes, I listened to it when you chose it as your album of the year, Gareth. And then I listened to it for like, basically when you told me about it, I immediately yeah. put it on, loved it. And then just, yes. it's been in my regular rotation since. And uh, yay. also, yeah, listened to it with <laughs> bloody Krull in the background. So yeah, Um, as far as like knowledge of Little Sims though, I had uh i did have knowledge of her before it was actually she was recommended to me by my brother shout out Alex oh, cool. um, yeah yeah who uh introduced me to like her most famous track i would say venom um back mm. in the day when that launched as like a single um and yeah i was like this is fucking sweet but then didn't delve any further <laughs> <laughs> at the time i just like loved that song and then moved on yeah um, but yeah, and so I recognized the name when you, when it came up and I was like, yeah, I should really delve back into this, into this artist because I was fully sleeping on it and yeah, great, great album. So fantastic pick is my, my, uh, response to you, Gareth. Yes. yes. Yeah. I see why.
0: Very similarly. I think I only knew her from, she did a song with gorillas that was like a B side. Oh, true. Um, back in like 2017 and I knew her then and I kind of knew I thought I knew what her vibe was, and then it was just a classic, like, algorithm recommended her song Woman for me, like, right. um, pretty much when I just started my new job this year, and I was, like, you know, feeling feeling good vibes, and I was really, apparently, craving some hip-hop. And then, like, I, as I kept, like, hearing more of these songs, I was like, what? This is the same artist? This is the same album? This is amazing. Yeah. And then, yeah, once the album dropped, I um, bought the vinyl, and... Like, was just walking around the house with my, like, jaw on the floor of their previous room. It was just, like, (laughs) That's where you left it, when you you rented. Amazing. (laughs) And yeah, so, we, you know, we know we like this album, but what we don't know is, does (laughs) it sync with 1983's (laughs) Krull?
1: Yes, we don't know that. Um... Little proviso before we get into this, I did say this off mic briefly to you, but Gareth, uh, Mm. but I have structured my notes uh, for this uh, episode differently to how I've done in the past, simply because we've covered Krull three times already, and- (laughs) I'm not doing the plot of Krull again. I'm just not. I'm sorry, (laughs) (laughs) listeners. If you don't know anything about Krull, there are three other episodes you can listen to where I go (laughs) through the whole beats of everything. Um, So instead, what I've done is I've structured my notes to be the length of the album. And then I'm going to talk about notable syncs as they occurred in the first and second play when we talk about the song. So we'll just go song by song on the album.
0: Does that suit? Okay yeah no because it's the same like (laughs) i mean i'm not saying we're like podcast professionals but we have talked about every interesting part of crawl by now
1: yeah i think so like now that we've gotten like (laughs) direct feedback from someone who worked on crawl i think (laughs) we've covered it off pretty succinctly uh yeah but yeah so like if you don't know it's like i'm gonna be referring to it like i'm mm. talking about pink floyd at this point if i like i'm yeah. talking about dark side of the moon where i expect you to know what is going on in Crumble um when i mention various scenes okay yeah there's a but pro, there's a prior knowledge requirement
0: i will say if you're a fan of little sims who's just ducked in yeah or any i don't know anything else you've like found it because i put a weird word in the like oh. episode description who's to say I want to know, like, based on (laughs) how you get it description of Kroll, what you think's going on. Like, please please. write to us with a description of that and what you think the characters look like. (laughs) So far, you know, Robbie Coltrane and Liam Neeson.
2: (laughs) Yeah. They
1: are both in it, surprisingly. Mm. And not even lead roles. So No. No, not even close. They are random (laughs) bandits. (laughs) Yeah. So there you go. (sighs) yeah so yeah, cool it, let's get into it all right let's do it uh three two one sync etc um so yeah this album starts with uh introvert is the mm. the like part, partial title track well, i guess we should talk more about the like the album itself the it's like a um the title of which is a sort of acronym for the artist's real name Symbi. um yeah. which is pretty sweet um but also talking about being an introvert where um, Little Sims uh, feels that they are an introverted type of person, but as the media and the the effectively the business that she's in constantly mm. demands an extroverted personality, and the album sort of explores that uh,
0: dichotomy, I would say. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've heard it said it's like a full, almost like, I guess crawl style journey across the entire landscape Mm. of the mind and the personality. Yeah. Yeah. like how energy kind of flows and such.
1: Yeah. It's a super like self introspective kind of album Mm. and like a self assessment and self assuring album as well. Mm. Like it's a, the great thing about this album is that it's such a bloody confidence booster. Like you you feel like it's, it's got like really sweet lessons and, uh, and uh like self self like i nearly said self-aggrandizing but that's not the word um like yeah it's self-assuring i guess uh yeah. th- mo- like maxims and ideas baked into the lyrics which just make you feel
0: good when <laughs> when you <laughs> hear them you know like yeah yeah,
2: yeah. It's, we it's- never
0: have this kind of exploration of the term introvert and um like pop culture, like mm. that such a introvert and extrovert have been completely misinterpreted by now. Like yeah. the idea that it's almost like no one's gonna to admit to being an extrovert because the common perception is it means I'm someone who doesn't think. Yeah, I guess like, so. Being in a room I think I might have even told this on the mic before. I've been in a room where someone yelled across an office, I'm an introvert.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and it's like I i mean the thing is that's probably correct based on the correct meaning of it but it just felt yeah it feels like to put anyone in these boxes of someone who's quiet and someone who's not and that's kind of the whole thing has been a really twisted version of what is essentially just a question of like oh how do you get your energy do you yeah exactly like to get it by yourself or not and yeah this is a full thing of like well, I'm a rapper. Um to be a rapper is to be big and confident. Mm. But I'm also an introvert. I'm also going to, you know, I need to be alone and think and yeah, yeah. and study myself.
1: Yeah, reassess and rest and mm. recover and yeah, they don't get energy from being well they do they get some energy from being a rapper and having being success, but also like knowing when to slow down and when to and when to like let things pass over you and you don't need to be on all of the time uh the lessons of this album. And like, yeah, I think that is a very a very appropriate uh and really interesting concept for an album mm. that I'd like not heard of before. And yeah, it's it's just a lot of fun. And that's what this uh opening track is sort of a uh effectively it like covers off the whole idea of the album. Like, a a summary, effectively, right at the start. A a thesis, you could say, for the rest of the album. Um, And it starts off bombastically and beautifully (laughs) with just this, like, lovely, like, horn section and uh, strings coming in. It's like an orchestral arrangement. um, Mm. And then goes into, like, a rap song. And it's just really awesome it's it's so grand and beautiful um it like it immediately hit me that that the production behind this was just fantastic
0: um yeah, all the same producer as well um inflow, yeah, who's like one of some kind of um like way back collaborator collaborators, day one buddies mm. which for an album with like this grand or reaching sound, it's really cool that it's just like her and this one producer have kind of built it together, yeah absolutely yeah.
1: and it like also doesn't like stay on this kind of theme like no. <laughs> I, I mean like the, the it's an exceptionally varied uh album instrumentally and mm. like vocally as well so it, like if Heck this yes. isn't if you don't vibe with this like extreme grand uh style of instrumentation like there are there's going to be more on here for you so um mm. yeah so yeah lyrically going on here uh the song's sort of about an internal uh battle of of between becoming a better person in a very intense uh, world right Mm. where where there's all this attention placed upon you um what else uh and yeah like striving for striving for greatness and like a better understanding of humanity um she like uh, little sims describes herself as a anthropologist on this track yeah. um it's literally the study of humanity and um human condition uh and yeah i think like looking towards her own life and and other other people's experiences um and yeah it's
0: that's that's what we're talking about here um <laughs> yeah this was definitely like once i kind of dropped the needle down i was like oh did they accidentally give me the wrong album like have I down? Have I um, been downloaded? Gosh, Uh-oh. I'm in the simulation. Have I been mailed? <laughs> you know the the real life download. <laughs> have I been mailed like a weird score from like a epic 60s movie? And then once it gets into just this world of rap being built, it's so good. And yeah, it's a song about being a human. And the whole time it's playing on during crawl, we're watching a castle land <laughs> yeah. on a planet.
1: <laughs> Uh, it is good in that, like, it is this, like, grand, dramatic intro. Um mm, absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, like, it, that was working for me, but, it, yeah, it's for, the, like, the full opening credits and then going through to, like, uh, with Lyssa and Colwyn, uh, well, like, Lyssa in the castle and then Colwyn riding in with his retinue as we finish up this track.
0: Yeah. Um, we do get um, a great thing. So this whole album has these skits or not skits skits would imply it's like the little jimmy skit of like, um, kanye west they're great, like um, little spoken word wardrobe. pieces i would say right mm. yeah yeah and they're always backed by this amazing arrangements these amazing orchestral pieces um but those they're all done by emma corin from mm. the crown yeah um they, they play princess, Di. princess diana yeah yeah <laughs> which is fascinating <laughs> um and yeah, so Emma Corrin says, and so it begins as the princess emerges, and she mm. says, it, uh, they say it in a very posh accent, and princesses are posh, and of course Emma Corrin famously playing a princess, so yeah, works. That's a sink. That's a sync, yeah. baby. That's a that's
1: a cross continental sync. I love that. Yeah,
0: it's England crazy. and the Planet of Kroll finally yeah. putting the differences <laughs> finally,
1: aside, joined in union. Our kingdoms <laughs> will be no more. <laughs> um and yeah um yeah she's doing these amazing little spoken word things i think she's acting as um sims's like internal monologue like asking herself Mm. questions in this like form of self assessment right um yeah yeah and trying to figure things out and think through these ideas and present them on the album as like
0: as her thoughts i think Mm. yeah she does a lot of speaking for the artist i think um, yeah, there's only one where they both speak on the same track, yeah. like, back to each other.
1: Yeah, where where yeah. she's, like, literally questioning herself and then responding mm. in kind. So, yeah, I think is the idea there. Um, yeah, should, should, should we do... Um, I've also got my second playthrough syncs sitting here that I should they can cover off so that because we, yeah we're do, we're doing like two parts of the movie at the same time is what I was talking about um, yeah is that going to be acceptable? Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, let's fold space in on itself. Man. All right, <laughs> sure. Um, so yeah, like midway through the movie, second playthrough <laughs> time when this plays through again, um, we uh, are. <laughs> I love this like jigsaw puzzle version of our podcast um but yeah we uh it's much less dramatic than this intro where it's just bloody Liam Neeson talking about his many wives (laughs) um, out in the forest with the giant trees it's like very little um sinking but we do get the really trippy um beast stuff for the intro here which is probably my favorite part of the whole movie yeah same with the like the the beast's hand turns into like catches on fire and then turns into a rose, you know crawl um <laughs> yeah and yeah it's it's great with the we also get the, like the bizarre like betrayal sequence with fake Colwyn like the beast pretends to be him, and there's like hmm. the lady in the woods trying to woo the real col it's nothing sings, it's just a bunch of weird shit uh, <laughs> 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 but you know. Yeah, I got to cover it up. So yeah, we yeah, no, no real syncs for the second play. I thought I thought it synced the first play
0: quite a bit better. So oh, absolutely, yeah. And just yeah. the energy if the film had started. Yeah. with Just immediate orchestra military drums. It would have mm. been so much. Yeah, people would have leapt out of their seats. They would definitely have not have accidentally put it on, thinking it was eighth grade, like I did last year. <laughs> 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 oh no. Did you accidentally? I think we watch... talked about that on the show. Probably, yeah. yeah. Did you accidentally
1: watch the whole film? You're just like, oh man. You're like, I can't <laughs> get, you're up get now. to the teenager. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Uh, yeah. So we move on to the next track. Hmm. Track two, "Woman," um, featuring Cleo Soul on the chorus, who crushes it throughout this whole oh, album. Yeah. By the way, just such a beautiful voice. Um, yeah. And yeah, uh, this has got like more of like a groove going this like a a grooving beat uh which Mm. i am enjoying and like it's like a sort of twinkly um like just funk kind of track honestly Mm. um yeah with this beautiful chorus um and the the track itself is like a homage to uh the women in um sim's life who inspire her in simby's life rather um and just in general terms like a, a women everywhere empowering each other um she gives like lots of different um nationalities and and countries uh mm. as examples of these women who are like uh working hard and um yeah helping each other out um yeah it's yeah it's it's a great track i really like this one this was yeah. like this is where i really found the groove of the album and i was like okay yeah
0: I, I can dig this. This is sweet. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It was the first single, I believe. What well, was the or the, just the first one I discovered? And yeah, like I said, it was just so fun to listen to when you're like on a train or walking through town. Yeah, it's it's a good vibe. It's um it's really interesting as well. So this is again, like I said, in, um, produced by Inflow, um, featuring Cleo Soul and Sims, and they're all part of like a mysterious r&b collective called salt who released an album this year called nine that was only available for 99 days and now you can't stream it anywhere or buy it anywhere it's vanished oh whoa that's crazy yeah
1: how cool is that yeah man it's just like vaporware album <laughs> that's, yeah that's so good i like yeah. that a lot um, just as a distribution method,
0: man. Yeah.
1: But you could find it. Cause still.
0: now I want to hear it. Like I heard one song. Um, I must've gotten just before the, like the album disappeared again. Whoa. Yeah. Well. It'd be amazing if it was like a certain castle in a certain film. Oh. and reemerged on a completely oh. different platform. Like, yeah, now you have to listen to the album as a video game on your Nintendo switch. Please.
2: It's only <laughs> available. Later.
0: Only
1: available for 24 hours on my Zoom. All right yeah <laughs> and then it will transfer again and you can only listen to
0: it on those like bus shelters yeah it's released only as a grandparent a grandparent <laughs> will sing the album for you oh that's quite nice <laughs> yeah. um and then it emerges at the bottom of a well <laughs> no the, gr- the grandparent's fine don't worry kids. okay all right then
1: um <laughs> uh so yeah it's it's real good track um and then mm. Syncwise, uh we've got um she has a lyric it's, she has a lyric where she says queen in the flesh and we see lissa on screen when that oh, happens yeah. so because she, she's about to be a queen in the flesh mm. about to be a marriage happen i don't know is she a princess in this at the start
0: um oh. i guess so
1: yeah, there's two kings. If not, like,
0: if she's not, then they've just overcomplicated things. I guess so. Yeah, she's yeah. definitely—it's um, all the hallmarks of a princess on camera.
1: Yeah, she also has a lyric: um, "Hand over the shit and let us run it." Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. As we're going to this, we're transitioning to this marriage that's going to take place to dissolve the kingdoms. <laughs> so they're handing <laughs> over the shit and letting them run it. Um, yes,
0: yeah, go. so good.
1: <laughs> um, play two fast forward now and um yeah we get this uh going into the widow of the web sequence yeah uh, yeah where uh, <laughs> there's like it's it's really it's strange the the song colors this scene very differently and makes <laughs> yes. it, it makes the widow of the web seem like way more powerful than she is but that's fine yeah. and yeah i guess there's like a reference to um nothing without a woman no mm. um which is yeah it's like uh it's a riff on another song's lyrics um where she's just changing the me- the meaning to be like women looking out for each other and empowering each other rather than like a man is nothing without a woman it's like men mm. don't men don't feature into the equation really um yeah but yeah so uh, again she's like she's past the widow has like ignored ania even though they have this past relationship so she's yeah she's looking out for herself rather than doing anything for this man you know at this stage Mm. um but yeah uh with also (laughs) the spider there's a giant spider in the widow of the web (laughs) sequence and it moves its little mandibles when it gets frozen um that is in (laughs) sync with the beat (laughs) these like little little groovy mandibles dancing away Yeah. so there you go (laughs) <laughs> That's those are the sinks that I noticed. um yes. yeah, track 3, Two Worlds Apart. Um yes, which is a Smokey Robinson sample, The Agony and the Ecstasy. Um mm. is the track there. I thought this was like a Tommy Eel type beat. It just feels like, like a direct soul sample. Feels real nice. No one, no one knows what I'm talking about anymore.
0: Um, (laughs) Tommy L doesn't even like want you to know Tommy L is exactly. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, um, it's it's a really sweet sample
1: um, Mm. and flip because it's just the just the vocals um, pitched up and down in different directions, Um, and yeah, it's it's real soulful and nice. So lyrically, it's talking about. Sims defining her success through experiences in her life rather than the wealth and possessions that success brings. Um, And yeah, like getting and like reflecting on getting to where she's at through hard work and perseverance rather than just like she was like not saying that it was lucky. She's always like wanted to do this and strived to get there. And yeah, it's it's a it's a empowering another empowering song um yeah and yeah it ends with this like fade out of i love you which goes uh perfectly into the next track so Mm. yeah um i'm happy about that with the just like structurally as good album pacing um
0: (laughs) heck yeah yeah thoughts on this track gareth oh it's great it's um i think she said in the interview the idea was she's gonna hit you with two incredibly different songs as the Mm. first two tracks and then, by the third one, hit you with the most hip-hop kind of sound she could. Yeah. So, like, yeah, chopping up the soul sample. Yeah, classic and yeah, hip-hop. It and it also, because the album, I mean, the song before ends with, uh, like, voicemail seeming to be from her mother. Yeah. Um, which ends with an angry, like, you never pick up the phone. And then to just go straight into, like, a hard smoky Robertson sample. And then you start rapping, like, lady, 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 lady. It's mm. just like... Yeah, it's like you said. It's perfect album structuring. Yeah, it's so fun. It's
1: real smooth. Yeah.
0: That intro. I, it, yeah. I, yeah,
1: it's just just such a tightly produced track. I'm like, I'm very happy with it. This is one I would like put on and then like have a bath.
0: I think. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: yes, a bath or a barbecue. Yeah. Oh yeah, good barbecue
0: music yeah. as well. Actually, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's it's a little painted by the two things I know about Smokey Robinson is that he's very easy to draw. Okay. And he once um, recorded a cameo for someone to wish their mama happy Hanukkah. But because they'd spelled it with the C, it's like, I guess, Chonica, mm. he had no idea what it was. <laughs> and he'd oh, like, no. Yeah. And I think they, they tweeted it out. I'll try to find it and retweet it on the on Floyd pod. But he, like, ends up with, like, and they want to say happy Chanuka. So, don't know what that is, but happy <laughs> Chanuka. And you're like, no, no. And they're like... <laughs> Yeah, this um, cameo from Smokey Robinson took a huge turn.
1: That is, like, a very honest, like, old person mistake, though. Oh, like, yeah. That is not yeah. coming from a place of intentional uh, ignorance. It's someone who's no. just never seen that word written down before. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, Sinks. Catching up on Sinks, Track three. Um, we get in, like, the wedding situation happening and the... There's a bunch of knights who are like bashing their swords against their shields. And that's in time <laughs> with the track. <laughs> so that is like for maybe four seconds. So not a great sync, but you never know.
0: Yeah. No, um, I didn't have any for Eva really for this. Yeah. I think it might be this song where, or the next one where she says it's truly a movie. Yes. And it truly is. <laughs> it is a movie. Kroll is a movie.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah so there's there's like the slayer attack and hmm. um n- not much else sinking in part one here uh playthrough two we've got uh the lady 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 as um Ineer makes it to the um to the big egg in the middle <laughs> of the widow's web um it, it's like There's a few lyrics that match the situation fairly well. It says, if you love me, baby, why you want to lose me? Where, Mm. like, she's been, like, horribly jilted by an era. He's, like, run off doing duty or whatever. Um, She also says, who knew love could be so damn toxic? I think just after she said that she killed their, like, unborn child. (laughs) It's messed up. But, but yeah. So, like, some minor things, but, like, not really the same thing happening they're singing about <laughs> different things um the movie and the album you know uh, Oh yeah 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 it's yeah it's pretty toxic that their relationship i would say with yeah. the, the
0: widow and the web <laughs> ladies if your man leads you to have to become the widow of the web yeah it wasn't worth it dump you know? his ass you know yeah. she needs to she it was did- definitely this playthrough and this watch where i was like man in sucks he's like oh hey girl sorry we haven't spoken in probably 80 yeah. weird medieval years but uh you know i'm back i still love you i still will we'll hang also by the way all i need is the information on where this castle is yeah and then i have to go i need you a favor
1: and then i'll never yeah. see you again to be fair yeah. she lives in like the worst place to get to that's true you know yeah <laughs> but still doesn't excuse yeah. it like you drove her there bro like yeah fucking own up to it oh he like yeah uh-huh. he like sort of gaslights her being like oh there are two other people and they weirdly have our names like she there's a young girl with your name and like you could you should look after her and it's, she's like i don't know her yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what i'd be like if i was widow of the web
0: yeah you're
2: not
1: like,
0: responsible for every single james yeah all the exact god no
1: thank you um <laughs> i wouldn't wash that on anyone (laughs) um but yeah she's i think she's fully justified in dropping his ass but she doesn't anyway she helps him um Mm. but whatever uh we go into track four i love you i hate you um which is a a much more intense like subject matter song Mm. where um is singing about um in general the for the first verse it's more general in that she's singing about um someone who she both loves and hates and as the song progresses it transitions into her singing directly about her strained and awful relationship with her father um Mm. which is
0: uh
1: yeah she like is processing through her feelings about like how her father was like not there for her and didn't help her in any way and um but has she has an understanding for her father and that he is like a product of his own upbringing and um is yeah a partially partially a victim because of that and um it was a a immigrant to a new country and struggling through that and doing Mm. his best to like provide for the family etc but like also was just never there um and yeah and she says it's like she really regrets it. It's a very sad song in that, that she says that they uh, don't really have anything to do with each other these days. This is like a level of exasperation, I think, yeah. uh, that this song portrays. Um, but yeah, it's it's a. I would say that this is a harder listen um, just in terms mm. of subject matter. Um, and then, yeah, like a, musically, there's a, a refrain for the chorus of this. I love you uh who you like in the background yeah and like just some like sweet bass lines and then like some uh like loud ass drums basically yeah. it's a good it's a good song but yeah it's a harder listen i would say
2: um yeah absolutely was it, was it a it's, single
0: Ah, uh, this was a single yeah i think she just mm. released a big music video for it as well which i haven't cool. seen i will say this first scene in krull was a perfect music video for it where you're seeing a wedding yeah like i love you interrupted by slayers from space that yeah i hate you <laughs> yeah they do hate yeah. you
1: um <laughs> yeah we also see both dads dying <laughs> in this mm. sequence which uh, i don't know <laughs> whoa yeah crawl that's a bit too on the nose yeah i don't know about that one um but but yeah we do see the
0: destruction caused by the slayers breaking up this mm. wedding um yeah so Sims said, like this, el- this song she couldn't have put on a previous album just because she didn't feel like she had the emotional maturity. Yeah. She would have just made it like "fuck you, fuck you," which is almost it's like that's what Kroll w- are bringing to this scene. Like yes. they're just you know, oh, we'll we'll make it simple. We'll just destroy an entire wedding and the whole kingdom with some slayers. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: really interesting to hear because yeah, I, th- I think that like that that is super not what this song is. It's very like mm. mature, like reflect like self-reflective uh look at that relationship and yeah it's it it, it's yeah it's good it's it's like Hmm. it's surprising that she was like i I haven't listened to much of her older stuff um but yeah that surprises me
0: to hear that she considers herself much more immature in her earlier work um yeah yeah i'm not super familiar with her other stuff as well simply because i (laughs) i just want to keep listening to this album that's fair
1: yeah yeah uh yeah um it's playthrough two uh we get the prophecy um over the like fairly uh, triumphant strings coming through right at the top of this uh uh song we just like get a like really brief orchestral sort of hit before the proper sample starts and it's just like Mm. drums bass and this singing refrain um and yeah it's like that's not a great fit with the like concept of i love you i hate you really yeah um i guess that's the the internal feelings of the widow of the web but i don't know the widow of the web by the way is a really long sequence it's like
0: right i was just like man we've talked about the widow of the web a lot it's fucking (laughs) ages he
1: does get out of this damn cave at the end of this song which i'm very happy about so that i don't have to talk about it again until next week um (laughs) <laughs> but but yeah there's like a yeah we get the like angry spider at the end of the track um just like fucking furious that this song is over and i don't have to talk about him um yeah, yeah. uh here we go into little q um part one interlude uh hmm. which is a fairly short intro to the next track um little q um but this is like sort of like a prayer like verse from i don't know how to say this guy's name kudus um or little q effectively who is um mm. sim's cousin
2: um
1: yeah. who in this part is effectively just asking it's like a it's a prayer like uh, asking for guidance and for the strength to push through weakness and forgiveness when they're inequitable um and yeah, we the background to this is this like la like singing la la las of children. Yeah. Um I think anyway.
0: Yeah, it's so beautiful.
2: Yeah.
1: Um Yeah. Yeah, fairly short song uh and, and fairly simple and yeah, he it's cool that he's like just featured on this little bit um and then we mm. get his story as told by um uh Simbi on the next track. So that's cool. Yeah. Um,
0: and yeah. It's again it's very um you know it's very empathetic and emotionally mature to have like a song about someone and then still like have them kind of say their piece like yeah it'd be like if taylor swift's um 10 minute all too well then featured a two minute like quick check-in with jake gyllenhaal to be like well (laughs) yeah she's right
1: (laughs) on her her song about the christmas tree farm i just wanted to hear from the christmas trees all right that's all i needed i just needed a little bit of the rustling (laughs) Pine leaves. Okay. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> Christmas tree releases rebuttal track. <laughs> Dis track. Dropping
1: now. Oh, where's my Christmas disc track from a Christmas tree? <laughs> yes. Please. Uh, oh. Anyway, syncs, uh, basically nothing. Um, Play through one, literally no syncs at all that I could even report. Um. it is over very quickly and also the song Hmm. isn't very like beat heavy so like not a lot of touchstones really to link with anything going on um uh anir for playthrough two we do get like anir coming in and dying he comes in and like Hmm. gives the prophecy and then dies um very quickly (laughs) uh Uh, He says, yeah, his race is run over the, um, the prayer and giving like his little bit of parting advice. Much like, um, Q is like giving a very little bit of, uh, just a little, uh, segment of their story here. Um, Mm. yeah, he's just giving his little last line here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I will say though, play through one, we kind of meet in the air properly as part of the story and play through two, same song, he dies. That's true.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a good playthrough sync. Yeah, for me, yeah. when I was watching a playthrough one, I was just like, they're just sort of sitting around. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, but we do yeah. meet him for the first time. So yeah, good point. Um, there you go. That's a sync, baby. Now let's talk about mm. um, Little Q part Two, the real uh, version of the story. Um, we've got yeah, it's uh, a story that um, Little Sims is singing about uh, her cousin. And his experience growing on, growing up on the like opposite side of London to her, and hmm. like yeah, part of his life having a, um, yeah, it's sort of just a, a story of somebody else's life where um, it's a, a very bleak upbringing where he was forced into caring from his family for his family at a very young age because his older brother was in jail and his father wasn't around. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, just dealing with that situation. And in the second verse of the story, um, we get a a story of him getting stabbed in the streets by um, someone who he says was in a very similar situation to himself and uh, going into a coma for like two weeks and then miraculously surviving. And, yeah, the song ends with uh, him thanking the heavens uh, for being given a second chance at life um and yeah it's uh and yeah he feels regretful for uh other people who weren't as lucky as him and that grew up in a similar situation um yeah it's a very like heart-wrenching track uh and yeah we're getting this like childlike um singing of la la la's as the backing vocal with just like really hard hitting drums over like it's sort of a it's a very old school hip hop feeling song as well with like children singing this like very lilting um sing-songy chorus um and yeah it's it's really good um there's a a beautiful um keyboard outro as well which i
0: oh yeah absolutely the song really blossoms on this outro
2: Mm,
1: yeah so yeah great track (sighs) sync-wise colwyn has been stabbed in the shoulder <laughs> 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 which isn't exactly comparable but um and that he didn't go into a coma or anything but you know uh so mm. uh what else um uh, <laughs> yeah uh
0: it's like it's me grasping
1: at straws once
0: more um yeah yeah The playthrough two is the fire mares so yeah no sinks on that just Watching some dudes tame some horses. Yeah, it's just a lot of dudes riding horses, jumping onto
1: horses, being very dangerous. Um, Yeah, again, not a great sync. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) um, There is like in playthrough one, there was one kind of sync that I I got uh, because there's a a bit in in the song where it says sun is in the sky and or sun in the sky. And uh, Aenea is, like, just looking up into the sky, watching as Colwyn climbs that big-ass mountain. Um, yeah. And we just see him and a horse just, like, staring into the sun, like, having a great time. Uh, so, yeah, like, looking towards the future, I suppose. Um, so, yeah, that would be a sync, I guess.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, now, track seven, James, Interlude. Apparently, this is an interlude. I would have thought that this is, like, an actual song, but fair enough. According to... According to my album that I'm looking at, it's saying it's an interlude. Would you agree? Yeah, Sam.
0: Yeah, um, it's. I guess it's interesting because there's no real singing in it. It's spoken, but it is long because it's in essentially three parts. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like a kind of build up, two spoken word parts, and then a kind of like um, children singing kind of outro. Yeah it's yeah
1: we, we get that like final part with the with the children singing and it's like um the concept of the song is like literal gems of wisdom that um mm. that sims is exploring and like giving herself uh yeah like there's a direct call out to like the the media demand and um to and pacing yourself uh when you're when she's reached this level of success right so she's not trying to um like destroy herself by making like just working all the time and working like and making the best stuff she possibly can constantly and always being on etc because that's not who she is there's a line uh do you want 15 years or 15 minutes referring to 15 minutes of fame so Mm -hmm. basically saying um, would you rather be like a flash in the pan and like burn out very quickly, or a work slowly and create this lasting era of musical influence? Basically, is the is the idea? Um, yeah, yeah. Would you rather be remembered for this like one-off or for this long-lasting uh, body of work? You know.
0: Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then yeah. From what I've read, the. English, the British music scene is very like what are you doing next what are you doing next yeah are you, what are you recording now and apparently like even across the world like you go somewhere else and they're a lot more kind of relaxed about that it's a lot less kind of a status thing
1: well I feel like it yeah it's much more like the label kind of background right mm. that's a that's a holdover from the record labels where it's just there's always push to release the next big hit because that's yeah. what makes money and that's That is what music is about to that type of person, you know, and so but that isn't really conducive to the best musical process Mm. in that like you in order to sing about something worthwhile, you have to live an actual life, uh, (laughs) I think would be pretty important. That's why like people who are on that grind constantly end up just saying singing about like how fucking great their life is you know (laughs) like all these brag rappers appearing and it's like well you know like is that interesting to listen to or like Mm. have have you has your perspective become so warped by your status that like are are you even worth listening to you know like yeah that's it's an interesting idea that i think is being explored here um there is a really, like, uh, the, like, last part of this with the era uh Emma Corrin um, coming through as this internal monologue. Uh, just, it's a really good maxim that I want to read out. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, understand you're human, be proud, your light will shine in the darkest hour, pressure makes diamonds, do not fold, they won't silence you, but they'll try to, so follow your heart, it'll guide you, it's just such a beautiful end piece there.
0: Like just yeah. Uh
2: oh, it's Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's so powerful. Um Right? Yeah. Oh no, nah, and it's so true, like, um back in my older stand up days, mm. like it was a lot of this, it was like this pressure to be always going to these open mics, always writing new stuff, getting it perfect and such. Where it becomes your life. It, you know that's all you're doing that's your social life you yeah. don't get a chance to stop and experience something and write from like a true place or like anything like that and it's what kind of burns out a lot of the op- open micers is just like you're right they're out watching they're not seeing all they um value themselves on is getting their stuff perfect and then because they're, they're not taking this chance to slow down because they might get forgotten they never get a chance to really like build that up and then often it's the people who kind of find a way to circumvent that process like not exactly skipping the open mic kind of side of it Mm. but circumvent that kind of endless pressure that kind of end up doing really well yeah yeah it's you know be kind to yourself folks yeah
1: that's the lesson at least of this Mm. song i think um and this
0: whole podcast you know
1: hey take some time out for yourself uh (laughs) just come just have a chill time you know yeah. relax there's no pressure are you here near a
0: window look out the window what's going on out there yeah
1: could be an eclipse <laughs> <laughs> uh not right now um anyway get out of here pink floyd i don't need you right now <laughs> um yeah so Syncwise on the track um it's just we are getting the glaive in playthrough one um becoming mm. legend gareth um and the pressures that arrive with that. So that's like thematic, <laughs> I guess. He becomes like the hero of legend in this moment. Um, and yeah, uh, grabbing that glaive out the lava, etc. cetera. Um, playthrough two, uh, we've got Ral the Cyclops accepting his death uh, yeah. with the fire fireman. He's just like, yeah, uh, he's taking time for himself because otherwise he'll bring great pain upon himself, Gareth. Instead, he's just chilling here because he doesn't want to do that. He's just got to experience life while he has it, you know? Um, yeah. So, that works. Um, and, yeah, the, the the boys ride out as we get that, like, ending outro piece. Yeah. 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 So, there we go. That's yeah. that track. Uh, track eight, Speed. Now, this is uh, one of two of my favorite tracks on this album, Gareth. Ooh. Uh yeah uh, d- d- have we gotten to your favorite track on the
0: album yet or No okay Excellent. I think I think my two favorite tracks are next to each other which I think really mm. gives away what they might be to people who know this album Okay
1: All right yeah I'm excited to find out but Yes uh Speed yeah. is definitely a favorite of mine uh, It's so good It's real good um it's like a like heavy like <laughs> How to describe this one? Um, yeah, with just like a bunch of like really bassy synth coming mm. through as the core of this track. It's like a sort of glitch mob kind of sound with this. Ooh, um yeah. Yeah. Uh, with like this, like, how to describe it? There's like over the- um, uh, chorus part there's this this synth sound that sounds like mosquitoes i would be is the closest <laughs> comparison i could make yeah um just like a saw wave or something coming through um
0: and yeah it's it's real cool um mm. this will make it sound awful like worse than the mosquito thing almost to me it sounds like suicide meets tyler the creator
2: mm. which is
0: so pretentious of me to say that i just grew a full beard and it fell wow. out again oh no but like yeah it's, it's so this is actually i'll say this beat is what i think Tyler the creator beat sound like until i listen and i'm like oh no <laughs> actually no they
1: aren't like <laughs> <Yeah>. this
0: uh. <laughs> it's very stripped back it's yeah driving yeah it's the very driving speed Uh, hence
1: the names well really even though the like what the song is about isn't really about that it's about like pacing oneself and like putting the (laughs) lesson of the previous track into practice like knowing Mm. when to hit the gas 100% and then when to take a break and recover like that is the lesson of speed the (laughs) the song so that's really interesting uh having Mm. this like really driving track Uh, pushing forward uh but then yeah that's that's what it's about i find that real cool um yeah and yeah sink wise we're getting uh reaching into the lava getting that getting that um out there uh and we have uh, a look inside the beast's fortress with lissa standing in that big eye yeah Um, yeah not much really sinking i just like both of those scenes um and whereas
0: playthrough two buddy like are you kidding me it's a song called speed while they fly on super fast horses Damn right
1: what speed we talking bloody quick a thousand (laughs) leagues in a day gary we are (laughs) flying in the sky that's how fast we're fucking going um
2: yeah yeah
1: she does there is an anti-sync because she is saying marathon not sprint right that's the lesson of Mm. the song but these guys are bloody sprinting they need to get to that fortress <laughs> ASAP. All right, so maybe maybe they know to go fast now. So perhaps that's the lesson. Um, but yeah, it's it's real silly. They get to the get up to the edge of the castle and have to climb up basically at the mm. end here. But that yeah, with <laughs> I do appreciate that <laughs> that theme there. The, <laughs> the speed, the speed of these horses, Gareth.
0: It <laughs> is it's almost an anti-sync though, because the scenes during gyms mm. are the ones where the horse seems to be going fastest. Yes, and then once it gets to speed, the horses start flying, and they definitely feel like they slow oh, down yeah. for the flight. <laughs> so-
1: they are just they are just standing still with a fan <laughs> on them in front of a green screen, just ha- just like very relaxed horses. So they are taking the lesson to heart. They aren't actually moving. <laughs> it's just mm. the green screen's <laughs> doing all the work. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's very funny. You just see like Liam Neeson bouncing up and down on the back of a horse. Like, yeah, yeah. this is the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder if that is one of his very specific set of skills. Riding a <laughs> fire mare.
0: Oh, uh, Find out. Yeah. Taken, Send him an email. Take four yeah <laughs> don't don't tempt me no oh, no uh does he have
1: twitter or at him um anyway yeah. <laughs> uh he will he will never respond to any question about this movie i'm almost sure of it uh yeah anyway let's go into the next track standing ovation um which you may have heard in our cold open i don't know um and i <laughs> well, have oh uh yeah this is another. It samples another uh, track, uh, Talib Kwale. Never been in love, um, with the like ooh vocals making oh, yeah. up the most of this track and and the beat. Um, there is a a really slick use of the sample, and that um, you get two really tonally different parts of the song for um, the mm. bridge, which becomes like a hell of a lot more chill as we go back to this like sweet like heavy hitting drums like um it sounds like a celebration this whole thing Mm. um which is apropos because um the song itself is like uh, a reflection on her success and like just looking back at how far she uh she has come as an artist and also for the end she like pays homage to like all the workers of the world like the teachers the healers like Mm -hmm. everyone that has helped her get to that point. Um, yeah. It's like a huge shout out at the end. Um, Yeah. It's
2: really
0: cool. It's like the song kind of starts to dissolve under the session. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All the, all the instrumentation gets like stripped away as she's performing that part and yeah, it's really good. Um, Mm. yeah. Uh,
0: we, is this one of your favorites? I'm trying to, like, figure it out. Um, oh, no, I do love this. And I do love, um, just before the first kind of breakdown, she says it's a gift and a curse to be this pretty and blessed. And yeah, yeah I say that to myself all the time. Now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. true, bestie. <laughs> uh, anyway. And the bridge is very relatable as well, because we used to plug that 20 pound mic into the back of the Mac. It's true. You know, record this show. It's I mean, true. Look at us now.
1: I recorded. I did no such thing. I was recording with my internal microphone. And it sounded horrible.
0: <laughs> so I'm plugging <laughs> nothing. um I did. it did sort of sound like um I was like on the phone to a like international expert or thing. Floyd in some of those <laughs> early ones, and I love it. That's true, though. That's exactly yeah.
1: what was happening there. Uh, yeah. Yeah renaissance man oh. and
0: international expert james Barron. <laughs> <laughs> oh god anyway um oh. yeah, so If what, they did make what, a, mo- a documentary about krull we might mm-hmm. be close to being the people they could call for a bit about it like yeah, I, yeah. i've
1: seen it more than probably anyone else <laughs> in the world so yeah you know uh, it's like, I feel like I'm an expert on this and, and Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon and nothing <laughs> yeah. else. Um, so, you know, I've got, a, I've got a very specific set of skills that I'm willing to share um, <laughs> and I will hunt you down. Um, yeah, sync wise, uh, we've got the person least likely to deserve a standing ovation. Bloody <laughs> ergo, the m- magnificent arriving in the movie who I cannot yeah. stand still no better on this watch um just bloody turning into a goose i hate him yeah get him out of my film
0: uh, i had forgotten he was in it honestly i was living a happy year forgetting there was an awful wizard in this movie
1: he sucks oh get the get this
0: wizard out of here yeah this brings a bad name to wizards everywhere yeah. um especially the last wizard we saw was that like Face tattoo wearing Merlin. and Oh, yeah. He would
1: fucking eat Ergo alive.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Not even a figure of speech. He'd be marching on him. He would do that for real.
1: (laughs) Mm. And I would give a standing ovation. Um, (laughs) Anyway, playthrough two. uh, We got like the assault on the the Black Fortress with the Slayers open up the murder holes and all that. Um, And uh, the true standing ovation cometh on the playthrough two, gareth because who should arrive oh, yeah. to save the day it's the cyclops the hero <laughs> of kroll the real hero yeah um, ignoring his lesson from the previous track and running on the back of a fire and just getting shot by lasers getting amongst um mm. so happy to see him uh on the beat switch like for the for the breakdown or the um the bridge rather uh, Robbie Coltrane dies.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly on beat. Yeah, right the on song beat. Gets sad. Yeah, and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> this is
1: actually quite a tender moment. And as soon mm.
0: as he dies, we go,
1: like, as soon as he, like, he gives, like, an impassioned speech before he dies. Well, like, a line, basically. One of his, like, yeah. four in the film. um, And then uh dies, and we go straight back into the action and the action of the song. So... <laughs> That's pretty cool. Like for the next yeah. rap verse. Um, just a little bit of respect for Robbie C. Just a little bit. Just a little bit of him. Um, mm. We also get right at the end of this track, poor Cyclops gets crushed in the wall, obviously. Um, yeah. But um, we get Torquil's famous forward roll, <laughs> <laughs> yes. which which I give a standing ovation to every time I watch Kroll. So, <laughs> you know. It's that, just
0: so unnecessary. The complete- <laughs> it does a full roll to get across a corridor
1: oh it's, it's completely pointless but i I love it so much so much yeah. emphasis is put on it he like builds up to that role for like way too long he's like a drunk man who says he can like jump over a chair or something it's like <laughs> he just like waits just a little bit too long <laughs> and you're like all right, bloody do it already <laughs> you know <laughs> oh it's so good um okay we're like halfway now um, yeah, we get to the, the, the midway part of the album for I see you, which is, uh, described as the literal heart of the album because it's a love mm. song. Um, and yeah, just drawing on all the, the love experiences, uh, from her own life. And yeah, it's a really tender and sweet song. Again, we've got, um, Cleo Sol, uh, giving just a fantastic c- chorus line. Um, Yeah. Oh. all about like love being a dream that you don't want to, you hope you don't wake up from like mm. being this beautiful dream. And um, yeah, it's like, it's uh, instrumentally, it's just a bunch of like plucked uh, acoustic guitars and, um, and uh, some slow drums and yeah, it's a very sweet
0: song uh, mm. coming through. It's a very sincere love song that you don't often yeah. get these days. Yeah, very much so yeah. and
1: like not like
0: fully targeted
1: at anyone as well it's mm. like it's it's like they're, they're like references to like speci- specific people and experiences in there but also like it is generally about love as well so yeah yeah that's cool um, and yeah uh, sinking um, not too much we've got the the moving of the fortress which is a, a fairly it's a good vibe. Just like seeing a fortress travel um, for playthrough one. This is like the first time it moves. Um, And we also get the robbers appearing uh, here. This is Mm -hmm. our introduction to Robbie Coltrane and um, uh, Liam Neeson uh, as part of Torquil's crew. However, playthrough two, Gareth, we get the fortress bloody moving again.
0: Hey, yeah. Both
1: times we have the fortress moving on this song. What does that yeah. mean?
0: Yeah. I guess love is like a. A heart is like a fortress, you know? Yeah. You f- build it, you build all the stuff around it. But there'll come something in your life where you have to move that fortress.
2: Yeah.
1: That's better than what yeah. I was going <laughs> <laughs> oh, to say. Oh, God. What were you going to say? Did the fortress move for you? <laughs> oh. No, that's no good. Cut that. <laughs> Cut that out. Bleep that. No. <laughs> um, we also have uh Liam Neeson dying uh inside the castle, saying that the journey was worthwhile. Um mm. and yeah, like saying that, yeah, he leaves behind all of his wives, presumably a great <laughs> lover in the Krull universe. Um yeah. so there you go. Um uh, I mean,
0: I guess he also dies when Cleo's soul saying, I hope that I never wake up. Which yeah. It's a bit of an eek, but it's also a sink.
1: Uh, an eeky sink. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: eeky breaky sink.
1: Yeah. Um, there's also the line, um, knock us off our axis. When they fall down that like weird hole in the floor. <laughs> and oh, Ur- Ergo yeah. and the kid get separated. They get knocked off their axis. So there you go. He turns into that tiger. Um, yeah. What a wild shit happens in this movie, huh? Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, now we get another interlude, uh, track eleven, the rapper that came to tea, um, mm. which is yeah. This is like a series of open-ended uh, questions that um, Sims is aiming at herself again through the through the medium of um, Emma giving the um spoken word sequences um just questions that she's asking herself to better understand herself i think that's yeah. the idea um and again we're getting it's like very operatic and orchestral returning um you could have told me that this was like from an opera and i would believe you um, <laughs> oh 100 percent. yeah yeah uh yeah. there's also just a really great line the bravest of hearts can sometimes be the loneliest of souls oh oh so true um yeah yeah uh and yeah it's, it's it's a it's a good we interlude and um hmm. we get the party being formed with the bandits and playthrough one not too much really um what have i got uh the,
0: but playthrough two yeah so i see you ends like mm-hmm. quite abruptly that exact yeah. note exact second is when um he pulls out the glaive the weapon of kroll yes and then emma corin goes oh hello to the glaive
2: <laughs> hello yeah, really
0: <laughs> it's time to use
1: the glaive for literally everything haven't yeah. used it at all in the movie thus far but yeah the, the classic like it's time to use that glaive uh the, she also says um there's a line um never look back your destiny awaits as, um, the fucking- <laughs> the guy, Bardolph, who I've learned the character name of on, on this watch, <laughs> um, one of the bandits, um, fucking drops his dagger in this, like, spike trap and goes to yeah. retrieve it and gets himself killed. Um, this is why you should never look back, because your yeah. destiny awaits, Gareth. You'll get stabbed on a bloody spike, you idiot. <laughs> Not worth getting that dagger. He
0: could have been perfectly fine. Right. And so he gets slowly and brutally stabbed. Yeah. And the whole time we're like, was this guy in the film before? Who, who, was who this is guy? this guy? Everyone
1: knows Bardolf. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Bardolf. Uh. He even
0: gets asked about
1: later. No one else gets asked about by yeah. um, Col- Colwyn. He was a big fan
0: of Bardolf. <laughs> uh it's probably like pages and pages of scenes in the script that never got filmed of them talking about how cool bardolph is <laughs> he is very cool yeah <laughs> but they forgot to film it and then they never looked back yep
2: there you
0: go poor guy
1: yeah uh Rolling stone is next is this one of your favorites
0: oh it's great this was definitely one that like solidified when i heard it I was like i've got to get this album what is going on here yeah um it's not one of the two that i'm teasing you about okay teasing for you this yeah, one just... yeah
1: this one's unlike everything else on the album in that it's mm. like a, a way darker like more traditional sort of like heavy uh almost trap rap, like, yeah. rap track with, like, 808s and, like, a really thrumming bass behind mm. it. Um, and, yeah. And there's a lot of references to other rappers throughout this song, um, like, who she, like, her peers or, like, people she respects. Um, oh, yeah. But all like, in the first verse. And then there's a switch to um, a, a different character, like, an evil twin yes. coming in version of herself who like sings in this like very sing-songy like terrifying uh like haunted doll kind of way (laughs) yeah how i would describe it um it's like it's singing like all this like harsh stuff you know yeah like briefly flexing (laughs) i would say on this on this Mm -hmm. one track um but yeah it's it's cool um definitely a definite rap song (laughs) On the album. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. I almost like this didn't get into my favorites cause it's a bit too spooky. Like, yeah, it's just a bit scared.
1: Bit of a noggy boogie for Christmas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We get sync wise. We've got, um, uh, the Cyclops encounter just happened and we're moving on, um, over the, the twin verse, uh, as we go see the Emerald seer, who lives in a stone that is not rolling. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's as close as I got there. Um, but I, I like to think that the Emerald Seer is secretly the most hood character in Kroll. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that's actually true. But I like, I want to believe that's true. Yeah. It just hangs oh, out in a sure. cave.
0: Um, but yeah, I don't know. He's just vibing. I mean, thanks to us, the Emerald Seer is now aware of Run the Jewels and Little Sims.
1: It's so, true. He sees yeah. it all. Um, yeah. So, yeah. He's the
0: only film character who can see you while you watch his film.
1: Yeah. And yeah. He's furious at us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, he's like, you guys stop are watching again? me. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, playthrough two. We've got um, the Glaive <laughs> coming through. Um and it, like, it cuts through this, like, prison and frees Alyssa. Uh, and then it's, like, not not very much. There's, like, the foggy-ass beast fight that happens. Yeah. Um, which, like, having the fight scene play out for this track is, like, pretty good, honestly. It like just a smoky I, I like to think that this is the music video for, <laughs> for the track just like fighting an enormous like power rangers enemy <laughs> in form yeah um yeah but it's just little sims like rapping and oh yes and she has a glaive that's what I imagine is the I yeah. bet there
0: is an actual music video for this one and it's nothing <laughs> like that but that's fine uh and the beast should do the, like, evil twin verse right back. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Absolutely. That's implied. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh no question. Yeah. So, that's what we got for that track. Uh, track 13, Protect My Energy. This is my other favorite. I love this nice. one. Nice.
0: Yes. So yeah.
1: much. This is such a James-ass song, man. It's so good. <laughs> We've got, like, it's like a synthwave song with, like, just singing. Yeah. Um, on it she no rapping on this track it's just Mm. all singing and it's funky as hell and i love it it's it's real good it's all about um the the idea of like well it's we're continuing the theme of this introvert um idea and protecting your energy like literally like ignoring those who try and bring you down and disturb your peace and like asking them to leave you alone and uh yeah like surrounding yourself with people that actually care about you and uh yeah it's a great like it's like an anthem for an introvert
0: <laughs> like, yeah it's really fun um i i yeah i really like this one <laughs> this is awesome the beat sounds like you're not just slapping a bass you're slapping like every instrument the same way it's like yeah. such a n- cool sound and honestly this song has probably helped me on my quest to be a better person because wow. it's such an easy way to understand people's introvert mindset is just be like, oh no, rather be alone and it's simply to protect their energy. Yeah. Like it's really... Exactly. Uh, it sounds weird to, whenever you talk about increasing your own empathy, but it's like been really no, helpful for me. No, it's very true though. Like that's exactly like
1: what it is like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like just, yeah, gaining energy not from uh so many people like around you and surrounding you all the time you'd rather be alone and that's how you recuperate you know and mm. that's that's what it's all about um yeah i yeah i i guess i love this song not only because it's a banger but because i relate to it so yeah you know
0: <laughs> it's like a club song for people who don't want to be at the club like. exactly
1: oh yeah. that's it's such a good description oh my god <laughs> yeah that's uh. that is perfect well done, yeah. Gareth. Um, so good. There's, uh, so this song is playing over in playthrough one, which is getting the Emerald Seer, who is the introvert. He just wants mm. to be alone and chill out in his little cave. He's got his little errand boy <laughs> to, ch- <laughs> to do stuff for him and he just wants to be alone that's how he gains his em- energy other than from emeralds obviously but um <laughs> yeah you know uh, just from being alone and hanging out in your cave and then he like reluctantly agrees to go on this quest and they bloody take all his energy it's yeah it's a sad story in the in the movie um but yeah there you go
0: so shout oh. outs shout
1: outs to the true introvert the, the emerald seer the yeah. buddhist character we- in
0: kroll we rebranded introvertism as Emerald <laughs> Uh
1: I don't know if it would catch on <laughs> as no. well. I do like the idea of just a large image of the Emerald Seer with the word introvert above it. <laughs> like, just on like a, I don't know, a track jacket, Gareth. <laughs> uh, it's always the track sense of you. Yeah, I'm getting real into track. This is my Slav era, Gareth, where I just... <laughs> yeah. Just get real into track suits. I don't know. I love it. Yeah. Um, Playthrough two. We've got uh, Colin going to the center to see what's up because he's like, the glaive is stuck in the beast and he shoots. uh, This is the perfect song to dispassionately shoot fire out of your hand (laughs) at a beast. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. Just when you you get- He is protecting his energy- um, from this beast who wants to bring him down and he's just like get out of here beast and zaps him so there you go
0: yeah it's almost like it's the other kind of energy because they needed man Crawler's bonkers yeah the, you know the two main characters needed each other yeah to produce the energy of fire that that's true then used to destroy the beast so together we've got like an anti sync that rounds out the whole picture and like teaches us all um how to understand each other. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. We got
1: there. Also the, um, just the beast who is on fire while on, while on mute, it looks like he's just grooving to the song because he's in like full slow motion (laughs) and just looks like he's dancing. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. So that's, that's a
1: great vibe. (laughs) Oh God. Anyway, um, we get another interlude now. Track 14, never make promises. Uh, which is, again, it's pretty self-explanatory, this one. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that it's just like a sung a cappella of a mantra where it's like, never make promises. When we fight, we fold. Um, yeah. So it's like, you don't disappoint people by promising too much, I think is the idea. Um, and mm. it's sung in like a round and then just echoes out and that's
0: the whole track. Um, Yeah it's it's pretty clear what's going on it sounds like again this would be from an old opera yeah just going never make promises never make promises it's also i've got this habit like sometimes i get up from my desk and walk and just sing to myself this is the worst one to be walking around singing just telling people to never make promises (laughs) it's pretty mean (laughs)
1: yeah fair enough especially around christmas time it's a weird message Yeah, um,
0: this Christmas, never make promises. Never make promises. <laughs> when we fight, we fold. That part I agree with. Um, yeah. Anyway. I mean, it could be a good um, New Year's
1: resolution kind True? of reminder. Yeah, that's good. It's like, uh, yeah. For the New Year's show. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That works. Um, sync wise, never make promises. The bloody Emerald Seer promises to go on this trip and it's just, it's just not going to go well for him. Um yeah. yeah, so that's a that's a hearty lesson and never make promises. Um uh playthrough two, uh we just not too much is matching. Saving mm. Ergo, like if, the the battle is won. Um when we fight we fold it has happened because the the castle is folding after the yeah. fight. So that works, I guess. But yeah, it's they're they're coming together and saving the day, so I would say that that's not a great match, but whatever. (laughs) Um, uh, We go into Point and Kill. Is this your favourite?
0: This is my favourite. Yeah. Completely took me by surprise. Like, I knew... Like, at this point, I thought this album was amazing, but I did not expect to get, like, an Afrobeat, like, jam like this. It was... uh, Because I love this kind of music, and just to kind of be... Have it sneak up on you is <laughs> such a good feeling. And it's so alive and fun. It was recorded in a living room. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Sims has called it her favorite song in the album. Before so much leading the fun. Instagram post.
1: It's just yeah, just like sweet Afrobeat vibes. Grooving yeah. and having a great time. Obong Jaya is featuring on the track. Um, yeah. and kills it with this like amazing. So uh recurring vocal for like the chorus and the intro and it's it's so good. Um yeah, the song itself is about like rising up and taking what's yours and like mm. not uh being afraid of success and yeah, it's just it's just a, like a party of a song. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm real into it. Um yeah, the it's saying like hell yeah, I am who I am and mm. I'm not afraid and let's have a great time in life.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's real. It's so funny. I like remember hearing this for the first time in a way that I know is my memory. Like I can already tell is my memory spicing it up because Mm. I remember it was cloudy and it was sunny by the time the song started playing. Wow. And this was also when friend of the show, Maddie Smith got home and we just like, we were trying to have a quick chat about our days, but we just couldn't stop grooving. (laughs) We could not focus. There you go. Yeah. The groove is too strong. It
1: right? Overcomes. It overcomes the social <laughs> requirements. Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
0: The groove is destroying my family. It's too strong. Yeah. Groove is I in the heart. can't be polite. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh Shout out to what I assume is happening next week. Oh, yep.
1: Absolutely. My album of the year for 2021 is the song <laughs> Groove is in the heart. Just- 48 times over crawl. <laughs> yes. Oh, don't tempt us. God, world. I would never, that would be so repetitive. That song is just like a, r- a repeat the whole
0: time. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, I would. You would have to break it up. You'd have to I would go mad. You would have to put it on the calendar and like watch four minutes of Krull a day to <laughs> freeze year. In the heart. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you remember back in the um Space Jam episode when we promised we'd listen to um theme from Space Jam three times a day?
1: Yeah. And then, immediately and then we never revisited failed. it.
0: That ruined my week having to do that. Oh no. <laughs> like, I was wondering why I was so tense all the time. It was because I was listening oh. to Space Jam themes. <laughs> Like with my breakfast.
1: Everybody, get up! And you're just like, I oh, don't want to anymore. Please, <laughs> I would rather remain seated. <laughs> oh, Gareth,
0: you've got to protect oh.
1: your energy. That's what. That's where you're right? going wrong. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh.
0: Anyway, uh, what thinks of point and kill? What- okay. Uh not
1: yeah. amazing, not a huge amount. We get like a, a battle against the slayers. There's a point mm. and kill moment where the the cyclops appears and throws a spear and kills the slayer because that's a one-hit kill baby. That's Yeah. That's, the spear is exceptionally powerful. Um better than the glaive some would say. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, the the De- Anea delivers like a weird piece of wisdom where he says death and power are close cousins which uh, i don't think that really fits <laughs> but no. it, i noted it down regardless um it's, uh i've written season two instead of playthrough two and i don't know what that <laughs> means um but in season two of the album um we get in the escape sequence and uh uh the the like part of the um the chorus is like this you can't stop me ooh like yeah. and that's working for them escaping and not being able to be stopped by the slayers who are trying to stop them and the and the castle itself or well, the fortress is deconstructing um and yeah they actually make their escape and get out onto the fields uh to watch the castle be destroyed uh for the next track Which is Fear No Man, which is sort of like a continuation, I would Mm. say, of the previous track. Because we're just like, we are just still partying. Um, Yeah. Similar similar vibe and Mm. and style for these two tracks. And there's, uh, but yeah, this is like a powerful declaration to Fear No Man and Fear No Evil and Bad Energy Go Away. But again, this is like sung by like children, I think. I was like, yeah. like as if it were like a schoolyard rhyme. Um, but yeah, it's, it's cool. Uh, there's a, like, it's sort of a, um, I don't know how to describe it. Like a, a sort of street band kind of music feel to this. And then there's like a muted yeah. um, organ, like as if it were like a, like a piano accordion or something almost um, oh, playing yeah. over this. And like the song is mostly percussion based for the hmm. for the beat and it also gets like faster and faster as the song goes on um, yeah which is like another another hallmark of like street performed music so yeah i, I don't know that's just the vibe i get from it
0: um, i like it yeah to me it's like you're in a like uh festival dance tent for the yeah. previous song and then the speakers explode and actual musicians start coming out of it for this for this song
1: yeah I like that. Yeah. They start waltzing out of the speakers onto yeah. the stage. And you're like, what? What is happening? <laughs> yeah. There weren't real speakers.
0: There was two full bands in them. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's like some The Avalanches shit. <laughs> real into that. Um, yeah. 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 Um, Yeah, so they, they're like, for playthrough one, they're still mid-battle against the Slayers um, out in the swamps, uh, which is a sort of fear-no-evil situation because they're winning over these Slayers, literally defeating evil, um, Mm. becoming victorious. Um, And also the, like, Cyclops not fearing his own death um, and coming along for the ride regardless as well. He's, yeah. he, is, he is not fearing no man and no evil. So there you go. Um, mm. And then they fall into quicksand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, which I've written as sink sand in my notes, which is, I'm hoping to rebrand uh, <laughs> quicksand as sink sand. Heck yeah. The sand that sinks. It uh, <laughs> sums it up so much better. Like, yeah, right? Yeah. Because you can't, apparently you can't drown in sink sand. I feel like we covered this last year. Um, (laughs) It's got to be talked about every year. Yeah. Apparently that's the thing. You can't drown in sink sand. Um, Okay. Quicksand maybe, but sink sand you can't. Um, (laughs) Sink sand safe. (laughs) sink sand safe. Uh, For part two, um, or the playthrough two, we've got uh, the, like, end of the album, basically. It's like... uh, well not end of the album end of the movie um mm. because yeah they're collapsing on the field and watching the castle disappear they fear no evil because the beast is defeated gareth they've oh, won yes. um and yeah we get like into verse three of the song as the credits start at the mm. end of the movie uh so i could potentially ask <laughs> what you thinking, did you think about how It's it sink right here but i won't um
0: oh. This is kind of the perfect way to describe a movie as insane as *Crawl*. The fact we've been like the uh, Cyclops dies, so the Cyclops joins the party. Exactly. Um, The movie ends, but then also the stuff happens in the middle. Yeah. It's like the only way to make sense of this. Yeah, that's the only way. I'm
1: doing a remix. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You can, there's going to be a cut of this episode where it's put in order. So it'll be fine.
0: Oh yeah. And And people will realize the hidden message we've hidden in
1: it. Oh, well I've been saying an extra letter in each of my words in the transcript
0: of this episode. I don't fucking know. (laughs) Uh And you can find each letter that's extra and circle it by counting the number of letters in every word I've said. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah,
0: that'll give you your instructions on where to go.
1: Yep. Yeah, and then we'll meet you in 35 years time and the mm-hmm. ritual will commence um yeah so look forward to that listeners um shout out to our deep <laughs> Yeah. that <laughs> is all i can say uh, <laughs> anyway uh yeah so we get like the end of the of the movie there's like more like the the next part the next song we do have like a little bit of credits left but nothing really happens there so i just yeah i just am wanting to end off that so i'll only be talking about playthrough one for the remainder of this um yeah uh yeah. there's there is a line in verse three as i'm watching the credits where um as we as we go into the credits where little sim sing uh raps uh to you my life like a movie on steroids but to me it's just another day at the office which i don't know if Anything sums up this podcast better than that one line. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's exactly what we had been doing. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. There you go. Just another day at the office, Gareth. Oh. And I suppose for some people in this credits, they just worked from the office. Like, yeah. They didn't actually, yeah, get to live this life like a movie on steroids.
1: They never saw the beast or his yeah. his hand turn into a rose.
0: So sad. Maybe For the, the next watch, I'm going to find out who was in the accounting team on this film. Okay. Let me know if it made a profit yeah.
1: or a loss.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. Because, you know, they never got to see The Beast. They were just, like, nah. crunching numbers.
1: <laughs> that is a, a true of any accounting <laughs> practice. <laughs> never get to see The Beast. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: anyway,
1: um, mm. we go into track 17, The Garden. Uh, another interlude mm. um, with more, like, orchestral... Uh, feeling uh, really beautiful strings on this track. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, it must have been like a full orchestra for at least. I think it was. Yeah, for this part, for parts of this album, I don't know
0: if. Yeah. if we there's can... a full orchestra credited and a full choir. Amazing. The liner notes.
1: Yeah. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's another like the last the internal monologues from Emma directing internal thoughts um, to uh, to Little Sims and uh yeah this is this one is like a a lesson in both like cherishing and nurturing relationships in your life and also Mm. continuing this theme of self-acceptance and um and continuing on and yeah like looking back at where you've come from and and yeah that ends in with like saying planting seeds and nurturing them um and Mm. yeah and there's a yeah a really lovely outro to this track as well um But yeah, um, playthrough one, we've got, um, uh, trying to save that one guy (laughs) from the, (laughs) from the sand who unfortunately dies. Um, uh, his name is Mino. I am reading. I've written down. I didn't know that I I knew his name until reading my own notes. So that's wild. Um, (laughs) yeah, that's kind of scary actually. Um, but yeah, he gets he, he gets pulled under the sand and dies like in the when we cut from the um the uh, spoken word piece to this like beautiful sung outro um mm. from the choir. And yeah, he just like sinks away. It's very sad over these like ooh sounds. Um and yeah. Uh for the second playthrough, we're getting the credits, um, and the going the end of the credits does sync with the end of the lyrics or the or ah, the spoken words. So yes. that works. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's it for that. Um, then we've got the uh, last two tracks. How Did You Get Here? Um, mm. Which is uh, sort of like a gospel song, I would say, like overtones of that with like some nice bass and drums underneath. Mm. And it's like, sort of a chronicle of uh, Little Sim's life thus far and their path on becoming an artist um, and a rapper.
0: Yeah. 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 It reminded me a lot of um, the last track on Kanye's um, The College Dropout, which mm. kind of does the same thing. Yeah. But like, up to where he got to to record his first album.
1: Yeah. Like a direct self reflection yeah. of your life thus far and then the realization of knowing that she is meant to be here and like is is doing the right thing, um, and is proud of what they've done to get here and what they're doing now. So yeah. 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 And uh yeah, yeah, real the realization that you do belong even in moments of um complete self doubt. And yeah,
0: that's mm. that's a really nice message to have in the song um yeah man shout out to this album for being inspiring but yeah feeling like cloying yeah yeah
1: yeah it never feels like hard road it never feels like hammy um Mm. because it's like it's in a style that i don't think lends itself to being like uh like i feel like if this wasn't a rap album it would feel a little bit cheesy but because of the style of the album it just super isn't it's just this like impassioned like poetic style and it really, really works as a, as a whole. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, Oh. uh, (laughs) the passion, the passion, the sinks for this one. Uh, we've got, um, they're continuing that journey through the swamp. The seer has been replaced, poor Mm. bastard um having his so you're
0: asking how did you get here to this fake seer
1: yeah exactly he doesn't fucking know he's a changeling (laughs) um (laughs) we do get his like creepy eyes opening as the vocal comes in which is pretty good um and yeah they uh uh the seer uh dies he makes his move and then dies as the song is playing and then um yeah they uh have to persevere and continue on uh, without a plan, with a new plan, with mm. what near is is doing. So, in uh, moments of self doubt, realizing that they need to continue on. You see, um, yeah. so that's that works. Um, final track, misunderstood. Um, mm. Bit of a strange closer on the album, I will admit. Um, I feel like this this is the one that I have the like the most problems with in terms of it being on the album it was like i don't know it just doesn't fit the rest for me um it's like a quiet little keyboard track uh, um with just like mirrored chords on um both ends of the piano and then um yeah about feel it's a song about feeling misunderstood and specifically a relationship with a sister um Mm. and yeah letting like it's a regretful song about like letting moments pass by And, um, yeah, like calling out to this sister, uh, wanting to have a better relationship and wanting to, um, yeah, just requesting that they like check in on each other and like, um, yeah, look out for each other more. It's like, it's a sad end to the album, if you ask me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, yeah, just strange structure to have this as the final part. Um, Mm. but, but fair enough um
0: yeah i feel like if you were to take the cinematic kind of approach you'd have this maybe before point and kill or something like a kind of yeah all is lost moment and then you kind of bring it in and build it back up that is where i put it as well yeah, that, yeah. Ma- that makes sense to me
1: um but yeah and then that then the album would end with how did how did you get here which i makes sense to me as well I think that yeah. would be a good
0: closer, but never mind. Um, yeah, I do love the vibe of the song though. Like, I agree. I, I think, think it is quite a nice song to kind of fade out to. Yeah.
1: I think it's a good song. It's just like, yeah, it's sort of a, a strange end to the album, mm. but that's fine. Um, sync wise, uh, the journey does indeed continue on, um, <laughs> as the start. And it works very well with the start of this track. Cause they move on from the Emerald Seer dying, uh, and start going into that forest, um, for this, uh, the weird bit where <laughs> the, uh, the mage turns himself into the little dog for the boy. Yeah. Um, again, preserving relationships. So that's good. Um, mm. and Ynea gives his goodbye, um, as he's going to, uh, the web to do his thing for playthrough two, which we covered at the top of the show. And <laughs> yeah, um he has his uh fate uh misunderstood and uh ergo's fate ergo is misunderstood by other characters in the film because the um the cyclops like misjudged him because he's turned into this dog for the little boy and mm. he's like oh actually you're okay you're you're nice that isn't true ergo sucks and always will yeah. <laughs> but but
0: because by turning into a dog he's just gonna then turn back to a man so the boy doesn't actually get a dog nah
1: it's nowhere near as good as a real dog it's just a weird bloke that you met pretending (laughs) to be a dog briefly (laughs) oh that sucks yeah yeah
0: anyway (laughs) that's the end the album yeah the album ends on the most beautiful thing a cyclops remote controlled blink yes
1: that is so true what and his beautiful more do you want his beautiful smile as well yeah so there you go just uh, you know
0: the lower half of his face was prosthetics but the eye what? was remote controlled
1: yeah that's a freeze frame that's that's mm. the that's the beautiful end to this discussion of this album as well um what did you think and how did it sync with krull gareth this is a strange structured episode so
0: good luck <laughs> i loved it um, I'll say Little Sims, more like Big Sinks. Whoa. I don't know. It might have been the fact that it was fresh notes to hang on to, but like, I was like Little Sims talking about her pen when she's writing lyrics, but I was yeah. writing notes all over. I was catching things, writing them down. It was, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's my answer. Little Sims, Big Sinks. What do you reckon? Yeah, I'm with you. There's
1: definite, definite Big Sinks in there. Um, uh, dude, with our Christmas episodes, I just want to remember if we actually rank them out of 10. Do we have like a weird thing that
0: we do for Corolla Days? I don't, <laughs> I don't even remember. Um, um, we gave Run the Jewels a number out of 10, and then we described Time as a the concept of a man dancing next to a band.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm glad that's perfectly clear. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, I, I think we should just write the word big sinks uh, for this, <laughs> for this ranking, uh, mm. just on the graph lengthways. Uh, so, there you go. Um, that's, that's my ranking for it. What do you reckon about that?
0: Yeah. Big sinks.
1: Big sinks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Truly are. Little Sims. In brackets, big Three. sinks.
0: Um, so there. Yeah. So there, yeah. <laughs> listeners. <laughs> what are you going to do? Meet us in 35 years and fight us yeah. at the Yoda Guys
2: Museum. Giving
1: too Maybe. much away.
2: Oh, I don't, oh, no.
1: Now they don't have to work out a bizarre password. Oh. Never mind.
0: Oh. Well, we've done it. We've yep. crawled it up for the Krollsmas crawler days. Happy New Croll season. Yep. And there's only one thing left as we continue. This mm. glaive continued soaring through the air. Yeah. Rotating much like a vinyl record as we <laughs> cover your album of 2021. Yeah. James, what was it? Mate, this it was uh for
1: me it was also a very close uh race in that I had mm. a lot of high contenders throughout the year that changed. I I was certain that it was going to be an album that I listened to in January, but um, I will cover them off more at the top of the show next week. Uh, Yes. So I will, without further ado, reveal my album of the year. It was An Evening with Silk Sonic by Silk Sonic. Um, Yes. Team up between Bruno Mars and Anderson .Paak um, on their debut for Silk Sonic. Uh, Yeah. So- Look forward to a funky vibe next mm. week, Gareth.
0: Heck yes. Two bros. Oh, and if you enjoy funky vibes, then yeah. your funkiest <clears throat> vibes of all can be found by emailing syncfloidpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. That's a funky um, email. Yeah. Heading up some funky stuff on twitter.com <laughs> at sinkfloydpod. Oh no. Um oh no. Uh, Bring in the noise and the funk to our letterboxed page. at Sink Floyd and our Facebook page, Sink Floyd. And until then, uh, I've been medium Gareth Blackler. Oh, I've been small to medium James Barrett. (laughs) Uh, And I always forget this. We can't end it on See You on the Dark Side of the Moon. No. We've got to end it on a Sims lyric. So until next time. Never make promises.
2: Protecting the energy <laughs> That's
0: good enough. I don't know. I'm not a rapper.